for tuning in. This is episode number 195. I want to thank you for taking the time to join me on this episode. Today I want to uh, spend just a moment reading a passage out of Romans chapter 6. Um, we, I want to really land in verse verses 11 through 14 and just share a few thoughts about it and then uh, share just a moment about um, kind of just my own personal life and walk and some direction that the Lord gave me in hopes that it is an encouragement to you and maybe you find um, an instruction or benefit in it as well. Um, but for the sake of not just jumping into kind of the middle of a thought, uh, I'm going to start in verse 8 and then we'll uh, kind of hook in to verse 11 where we will just spend a moment to unpack a little. Uh, So this is Romans chapter 6, starting in verse 8. Paul is writing this to the Romans, and he says, Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the, but the life he lives, he lives to God. So here's verse 11. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. That's a pretty profound statement. Um, for me, just even appreciating the significance of it seems, I mean, monumental really to say the least but almost even if i'm just you know being honest it almost seems even impossible now i'm not saying that it's impossible but it seems impossible uh, j- just how to to reckon myself to count myself dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus in the same way that Christ was um, raised from the dead. He cannot no longer die. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death that he died, he died to sin once for all. The idea of, of dying to sin once for all and the life that I now live, I live to God. So I'm supposed to count myself dead to sin the same way that Christ died to sin once for all, but alive to God. I'm supposed to reckon or count myself as the same. That's, that's huge. And I believe it. It's true. Scripture says it. But that's that's a hard thing to to lay hold of, um, you know, just being real. Um, verse twelve says, "Therefore, do not let sin reign 
in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. My goodness, that is an episode or for a month or so all by itself. Do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. I know that I, myself, allow sin to to make well how am I, I'm I'm trying to say this there are times when I allow sin to control the reins of my decisions there are times that um that I obey its evil desire and and I know that in those moments I've fell short of the standard that God has set, not just from a standard of like this is a list of rules and regulations, but but the standard that it would be as though he's that he's saying to me like you're you're better than that, you know I've I've created you for better than that, and this takes I mean many shapes and forms. I mean you know when we talk about sin, we of course like you know. You know, there's you know there's things that we would be embarrassed to talk about, um, but then there's also things that you know you may say, you know, I felt like the Lord was telling me to say this or do this or uh, give that or um, you know tell this person that. I mean, and and if you didn't do it, then you you disobeyed, and that's sin. And so we very often in our humanity want to, to kind of um, put degrees on sin of, you know, if how something, how bad something is or, you know, well, I'm not, I'm not that bad, you know, I'm not on a scale of one to 10, you know, I'm, I'm maybe a three or you may be thinking oh, I'm maybe an eight. Um, that's just... That's a contrivance that we've created. This it, it that doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't count for anything. That's it's silly. It's like schoolyard stuff. Um, disobedience is sin. Um, you know, taking something that doesn't belong to you is sin. Taking a life that doesn't belong to you is sin. Um, sexual immorality is sin. You know, gossiping about your boss is sin. And so we are all faced with moments where we are to not allow sin to reign so that we obey its desire. I'm, I'm reminded of uh, with Cain and Abel, and uh, you know, Cain offered that lesser sacrifice, the thing in which God did not receive and he was warned by God that you know sin is crouching at your door but you must resist or um, you must not you must deny it and so there's a there's this place of decision that each one of us have to go to where we where we say I will not allow sin to 
to dominate me, to reign in my mortal body. Um, and so there's this, there's this place of decision. And, you know, you may, you may have had victory over a place in your life where you struggled before and God has carried you through that and given you victory and you've tasted of that victory over that issue that whatever it was. And, um, you may find yourself in this place of you find these periodic temptations to revisit those areas that you've had freedom from. And um, I found myself in a similar place where I feel like the that God has given me you know, significant freedom in this area in my life that I struggled with before. And um, I found... I have found over a period of time where this area is trying to kind of creep back in into my life. And and so I find myself in this place of decision time and time again of, you know, am I going to uh, continue to lean upon the Lord to resist the temptation to fall back into to this area? And the, the Lord you know, spoke to me on this matter and said, you know, why would you go back into the bondage? Why would you allow yourself to be in chains once again? And I think that's an important question to to sort through and to navigate. You know, why would we allow ourselves to revisit a place where we've had a victory? Um the more you think about it, the more it is. It, it just makes you kind of want to scratch your head and think, why do I want to go back to be a slave again to something? And that's exactly what happens um, is when you let sin in some area reign in your body, then you become a slave to obey its evil desires. And Paul says in thir- verse 13, do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to Him as an instrument of righteousness. You know, maybe, uh, you know, I don't know what that looks like for you, and we all struggle in unique ways that are specific to us and our journey and obstacles and you know that looks different for everyone um and i don't know how this uh, you know would apply practically to your situation but you know maybe next time you find yourself tempted in that area where you know whether it's with your eyes or your hands or your mind or your heart uh, or your feet whatever it is whatever Whatever temptation you find yourself in, I would um, I would just maybe challenge you or encourage you to, in that moment of decision, as you are wrestling against that temptation, take just a moment and offer that part to God, like just in prayer. 
whether, you know, if you, you know, if you can do it, if you have, you know, the, the privacy of, of the moment, or if you don't do it just internally. And even if it's symbolically, just offer that, uh, part of you that you find being tempted to offer that part to God and, and just tell him that, um, you know, I am weak, but you are strong, and you you're for me. You're not against me, um, and I just offer this this obstacle to you. I offer this this part of myself to you, and um, and, and just you know, in that moment, see how um, how that goes. Um, I know that you know. For me, I've I've had. Um, I've had, you know, freedom in, in a particular area now for uh, several years, and um, you know, by God's grace, I I haven't relented uh, to go back to it. But and, oddly enough, I find that there's these kind of cycles of of where you you struggle really hard in this area, and and then you get. Over over time, you get some relief, and it's it's not as bad. And maybe it doesn't, you know, this issue doesn't come up at all. But then, you know, some period of time passes, and you feel this is, you know, it's back again, strong. Whatever you're dealing with, um, could be various addictions, could be um, just, you know, fleshly weaknesses, different things, different things, and um, but it's almost like these cycles. Um, it's as though kind of the enemy makes a pass on you and then, you know, goes on about their, you know, circuit and then, you know, comes back around uh, at some given time. Um, so I, I don't know if you've found a similar experience in your uh, Christian journey or not. Um, I would love to to hear your feedback on that and, and maybe things that have worked for you uh, that have, um, you know, helped to ensure victory um, and uh, overcoming those temptations. So I would love to hear that. Uh, you know, send me uh, an email, the Bible study podcasts at gmail.com. I'd love to hear that. Um, and then the, there's a Facebook page also. You, um, you know, the Bible study podcasts, you can comment on the page um, and the episode um, just to, you know, we could communicate that. And that would be a big encouragement and blessing to uh, myself and others, I'm sure, as well. Um, but do not offer any part of yourself to sin. Don't let that part of you be an instrument of wickedness, but instead allow that part to be an instrument of righteousness. And verse 14, this is a, a huge encouragement, and this is we'll, we'll end on this. For sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under the law, but under grace. And this is um, this is unfortunately a verse that gets used a lot for for license to 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 behave certain ways and and that's tragic because um, you know God's grace is never a license for anything. it's it's liberty, it's freedom um, because he has made us free and he has given us liberty. Um, but it's at a great cost, uh, the, you know, the very life of Jesus, the Messiah. 
but it's encouraging because sin um, now no longer is is our master if we are in Christ because we're not under the law any longer we're under grace this this uh, gift that we don't deserve and so just um, as you go through your week uh, remind yourself that sin is no longer our master because the grace of God the gift that is given uh, in the person of Jesus Christ and so I would just encourage you and um, admonish you to um, live your life in such a way that you have counted yourself dead to sin, but alive to God in, in Jesus Christ, that we have been brought from death to life, and that we are um, offering every part of ourselves to Christ as an instrument of righteousness for his glory in his name. Um, I thank you for taking this time with me tonight, and I pray that uh, you have a great week going forward, and we'll see you on the next one. God bless. Lifetimes for a moment here with you.